Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. I have went through so many... You're not feeling the silver on the on the Renaissance batting. No, no, some, some of the women, when you nailed it, you nailed it. Yeah. Like, yeah. you nailed it. But then everybody else? I'm nervous about everybody wearing the same, like, Shein outfits or Akira or any other, or Fashion Nova. I just feel like it's a lot of people wearing, they have to be wearing the same thing. They're, you can't have hundreds of thousands of people at these concerts and no one has them the same thing. Because how much silver is the same like seven days. The same four outfits. Yeah, well, as you can tell, we are back straight from Labor Day, straight from Beyonce's birthday, straight from three shows back to back in LA. Everybody's talking about Beyonce. You know what? First, let me get into it. This is the Adulthood of Podcast for Generation Millennials where we talk about everything. No, it's not sexy. This is is a television podcast for Generation Millennials. Yes. And this this podcast is about us older millennials, us geriatric millennials that, which is different from the younger millennials. We are totally different. We we actually like have our own places. We don't want to live off of our parents. We care about getting our rent and mortgage paid. We do not, you know, we're just different. We are a different breed, even though oh. we don't want to live up. We don't want to get looped up in the other millennials and to millennials as a, in general that they're lazy and this and that because me and Alex work, okay? Oh, you oh you so you you went to Houston and you feeling yourself. Look, we oh, work. God, yes, talk your ish. Look, mm-hmm. I'm just saying we, we work hard, but we are different than the younger millennials. And so this podcast, we just give our perspective from that older geriatric millennial vibe. So Yes, go back into your to your Renaissance and your Labor Day. Your la- it's so much going on this weekend. It it didn't feel like a holiday weekend, but this is the this is the last holiday of this uh, of the summer, and actually the unofficial end of summer. But the real end of summer is September twentieth, twenty first, uh, which is fall. So we actually have one more month. But everybody mm-hmm. said, yeah, but everybody else said everybody. It's it's the unofficial end of summer, but actual summer ends. September September 21st is fall. In, in Atlanta, summer ends in November. Yeah, November for sure. Just so we're clear, for all the Atlantans and Charlottians and people on the East Coast, y'all know yeah, it's still hot in October. And we only have two weeks of fall, and then we go into, into winter. Yeah. Literally about two weeks, and it usually starts like the week of Thanksgiving. It usually gets a little chillier. And then I would say like mid December is when it turns into winter. So we have about like two and a half of weeks of like that crisp. Let me drink my apple cider type of vibe. But yeah, it's, it's getting weird now because it's it's like still eighty degrees and people are forcing the pumpkin spice. And I'm just I'm like, like, you just gotta go with the flow. Not just pumpkin spice, but also Halloween. I'm seeing Halloween commercials all weekend. I'm yes. like, Geez, it's Labor Day and we're already talking about Halloween. Yes, because of the warming of the planet. Yeah. Y'all got to push that back. I mean, I'm seeing, you know, holiday Halloween movie. Yeah. Holiday movie. Trailers. Oh. Halloween oh. trailers. It's still hot outside. It really is. It takes away the whole allure. And I feel like when we were growing up, back when things were normalish, yep. it was like a more normal flow to the year. Yeah. Like right after summer ends, you get to fall. Yep. Because you know, Atlanta, we go straight from, like you say, straight from summer to like the, the depths of winter. Yep. 88 degrees to 28 degrees. Exactly. Hurricanes right. to snow. Mm-hmm. So it's like growing up, it would start getting chilly. You would actually have a fall. You can build up to things. Yep. Now everything is just so corporate. It's like as soon as this thing ends, this thing starts. As soon as Thanksgiving, as soon as you eat the last turkey leftover, Mariah Carey starts playing. Oh, it's yeah. It's not even December yet. Listen, yeah. can we build up to things like we used to? 
No, it's not like that anymore. It's like once you start seeing Mariah get active, oh yeah, I enjoy my end of summer without the pumpkin spice being forced on me. Can I just enjoy it? Just let it just happen naturally. No, they're gonna want you to late October. Drink no. your pumpkin spice iced coffee until December, and then you can do the hot. Yeah, like I went to a restaurant and they had replaced the items that I wanted to get with the fall items. It is still 88 degrees outside. I know, but it's so crazy because the stores, I don't think they care about all that. They still transition over regardless. They transition over because this is the time that like, hey, I'm still buying summer clothes. Like literally, I'm still Target, Target, Yeah, they just forced everything out and said Halloween. Yeah, it is Halloween. And now it's September, Halloween. all the leaves, like the wreaths and the, the the leaves on the tables and the table linings and all that kind of whatever they're yeah. called. Halloween, just like Disney. If you go to Disney in August, Halloween. Wow. <laughs> Mickey yeah. and Minnie said Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> Halloween in is October. One, yo, it's it's one of the holidays that people are still into. Like I feel like they're not in the, they're not into the other holidays it like is. that. I, Look, as an elderly person in a forty-year-old body, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I need Halloween to be on Halloween. I'm sorry. I'm just—I guess I'm a traditional period. I don't want to celebrate Halloween in August, Nikki and Minnie. I love y'all, but it just don't—it just feels—it don't feel right. I get it. I get it. And is that the next? That's our next holiday, right? Halloween, yeah. Yeah. That's a month. It is September. It is September fifth, right? Yes, two months from now, like literally, yes. like it's crazy, and people are already. But that's why I'm saying it's such a big holiday that people put as much into that as they do into Christmas. Also, you know, that's the that's how all the candy companies make all their money. They make all of their money in October, like literally all of their money for the year. They make all of their money in October for the year. It's it's wild. I feel like that's one of the. I just feel like we, I miss the days where we used to just, holidays used to mean something. Or you used to like look forward to holidays. We used to like look forward to your holiday weekend. Now it's kind of like, I deserve this. I've been, I'm tired and I'm just going to not do anything. Before it used to be like, I'm going to go somewhere. I'm going to do something special. I'm going to go shopping. I'm going to catch, go to the movie theater finally. yeah, I but remember now, like when Independence Day came out. Yeah, you know Will Smith, Biblical Fox. Everybody wanted to go to the theater to see the movie mm-hmm. July Fourth weekend. Yeah, now what do we do? We just spend the whole day in the bed because everyone's worn out. Everybody needs a break. People talking about, and we talked about this earlier episode. So if you want to binge, we talked about cookouts. Yeah, it was like cookout. I didn't get invited to cookout. one cookout today. Not one cookout on Labor Day. I'm like, what is happening here? Like, I mean, I know we did mention it, but I'm like, not one. And you know, I've I've seen a lot of women, and we talked about this, taking shots and men saying, y'all don't know how to grill. And that is a Gen Z problem. And what's the new one? Gen Alpha? I don't know who they are. I saw saw a new one, and it was like, you born between the years of 2025? (laughs) Wow, I do not know what those are, but those must be the babies I feel now. Like it was Gen Alpha. Okay. The Gen Z. Okay. And yeah, like my mind can't even. It's just like when we meet people who went to our school and they're like, "What class were you?" It happens all the time. I'm like, I was class of '05. They're like, "Oh, oh, oh." Yeah. Like, what class are you? Did you like class of 2022? What? Absolutely. I do it all the time. Every time I run into people, it's so what? funny. It's park. I'm like, oh, yeah, I wasn't there when you were there. Yeah, nothing makes you feel older than, than young people. Like, oh my gosh, yeah, literally. I, I think I've been running into some like class of 2017. So I'm like, oh my gosh, like such a baby. Yeah, it, it's definitely it definitely makes you feel old. And so when I think of like Labor Day back in the day, I don't if you, if you lived in Atlanta at some point, then you know about Luda Day weekend. That was like the weekend in Atlanta. Ludacris would have a whole lineup 
all of the celebrities and stuff will come in town to hang out for Luda Day weekend. I feel like it hasn't happened since the pandemic, but I used to go, they used to have this private mansion party where you couldn't have a phone. I had the time of my life, okay? Time of my life. So, but it, it used to be like literally you would. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Go to party. People will go to Miami. People will come to Atlanta for Luda Day weekend for all the festivities. And now, on Labor Day, I lay down and slept all day long. However, I did go to Houston for the weekend. But it wasn't giving holiday weekend. It was just giving Houston, which was still going to be fun anyway. It just gave Houston. But not. It didn't, it didn't necessarily give like, oh, this is a holiday weekend. I still, I know that there were a lot of people in town because I actually ran into some Atlanta folks there. Oh, yeah. were flying into Houston. Mm-hmm. But it was still giving just like a regular Houston weekend, like a good time, a good vibe, not necessarily like, you know how like back in the day, you know the difference between a holiday weekend, like even in Atlanta. Let's say you go to like one of the big day parties here, our big day parties at Whiskey Mistress. Now you go to Whiskey Mistress on a Sunday. There is probably a huge difference on a holiday weekend versus just a regular weekend. Now it's still going to be crowded regardless, but you're going to see different types of people. And yeah, I was still just getting regular weekend, just a regular Houston lit weekend versus like, oh, this is a holiday. But I just feel like we just don't celebrate Labor Day the same. But I will say on Labor Day, I actually did do what I was supposed to do. Think on Labor Day, you're supposed to actually rest. It's supposed to be like a day of rest for people that work, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, it, it just, like like you said, it, people did do something for, for Labor Day. Like they used to wear white. Everyone used to have a white party because yeah. it was supposed to be the last time you could That's wear what, white. For the year, yeah. Is that you still know, a thing? Nothing is still a thing because remember back in the day, everyone used to get excited about tax free weekend during the holiday. And a lot of people don't really do it anymore. Yeah, certain states have a it. Lot of, a lot of states stopped doing the tax free weekend. Remember, this, everything used to be booming. Yeah. Like when we were in like high school, tax free weekend camp, I'm about to get my outfit together. I'm about to get my shoes, my FUBU jersey. Yep. No That's tax. Right. Yeah. But see, that was a difference. I think back then, also, a lot of people, we used to start school after Labor Day. Now, nowadays, in the South and even up North, they're starting school in August now. So that was the other thing is Labor Day was like the kickoff to the school year. So that was the, for the parents. They were like, oh, my gosh, rejoicing. Like, oh, my kids are going back to school. They got to get them at the house. You know, the, the parents were rejoicing. The parents went that weekend to buy the school clothes for the year or at least for that first half. Literally, that's what you did. You got your school clothes Labor Day weekend during the Labor Day sales. Let me tell you something. This is what I do for all holidays. I put everything that I want from my different stores in in my um in the in cart, the, and I wait for the sale. So then it's already in the cart. And then when I just hop up on Maracas, I pop up on Memorial Day or July Fourth, and guess what? It's half off. And then there's an extra twenty percent off. I did that for Labor Day. And when I tell you only one store had like an extra 10% off, none of the other stores were doing Labor Day sales. And I was literally, I, there was a wig that I want and I saved her. I had alert set up and I said, oh, I no. know. Oh. three, three wig people. I said, I know these ladies are about to have a sale. And do you know not one of, well, one of them, only one of them, one of them had a Labor Day sale, but it was a thousand dollar wig. And I'm like, just not enough money off. I can't yeah, do it. 5%. They said, It'll be like a hundred dollars off of 20 <laughs> $20,000. Like, the like, only company that gets away with not having sales is Apple. Okay? We right. already know that you ain't getting no sale. But everybody else? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, I feel like this was, wasn't was the most prosperous year for a lot of people. So they're going to be like, oh. That's what it is, too. People don't have any money as much as they used to. Um, you see, I don't know if you saw, I was just watching one TikTok 
um, how a lot of stores are getting, um, what do they call it? Mob robbed? They're getting mobbed. Oh, yes, yes. And I saw them in LA. In LA, and they're doing it at Nordstrom's and stuff. And Nordstrom, sorry, I know black people always add the S. They start, every time I do that, someone's like, oh, Macy's, Nordstrom's, add an S. Nordstrom, um, but I saw a video of it and they were talking about how like, yo, these people can't feed their families and this and that. So this is what they're resorting to. So I do think, I mean, yeah, I think everything has changed and people don't have money anymore. It's scary. Um, it's scary what people are resorting to, but now it's like these holidays, can't, they're not the same. And I also feel like COVID um, did a number on us when it comes to holidays because I, a lot of us work from home still. A lot of us were working from home before. So holidays to me don't hit the same. Like I'm home already anyway. So me staying home for Labor Day, okay, yes, I get to sleep in, but I don't know. You can only sleep in for so much, but then you're like, but do I want to go anywhere? So then you just end up not going anywhere. Using all your time debating. Yeah, I'm gonna go somewhere versus not going somewhere. So then you end up not going somewhere. Right, literally. Same thing with streaming. You're like, I want to watch a movie, and then you're like, you go from Netflix to dip, to dip, to dip, to dip, to dip. Yeah. And then you end up just sitting there like, oh wow. I'm gonna watch two movies tonight. Like I'm just. You gotta settle for what can I watch and text at the same time. That's really what it is. I'm so tired of rewinding every time. I have to rewind every five minutes. Like, what did he say? But yeah, it's yeah, I mean, even Black Friday. Yeah, like I was on the front lines. I'm a survivor. Yeah, I have PTSD. I was there. Someone traded me their Christmas Eve. What? For when I was working in retail, the two okay. worst days to work. Yes, yes, yes. Christmas Black Eve Friday. and Black Friday. Yeah. Anybody, anybody work retail? If you had to choose. Yeah. But see, Christmas Eve is like your last ditch effort. Little DeAndre, you, you want you want to get that PlayStation with little DeAndre. Yep. You and search I- high and low and you see, oh, it's my store. Mm-hmm. You call a store, we have one left. Better come and get it. And you anybody knows in retail. If somebody yep. tells you have one or two items in the store. There's a 99.9% chance that the item is stolen or being <laughs> held by somebody. Yeah. So they come all the way to the store. Yep. And they, the first person they see is, I drove all the way here. I drove an hour here for uh-huh. this item. And they find me. Of course, I would be standing there. Where's the item? And I'm like, sir, we haven't had that item in like three months. Mm-mm-mm. The store refuses to take it out the system because you know the store takes out the system, it's an automatic loss. That's why some uh, stores have had three or four of the same item. Okay. For like five years. And people come to the store all the time looking for them. They don't have it. Now you getting cussed out on Christmas Eve. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would hate to work in retail at that time. I think so. You know what? Every time I worked in retail, I think. I think I worked up until a certain point, but I was in school, so I didn't have to like actually be there because I would go home for the holidays. So people that were local would say, because I used to work at Hollister. And Hollister, I feel like I wasn't there. I think I was there up to up until the madness, but I don't think I hit all the madness and stuff. Oh, but see, that's why we say things change. Yeah. Over time, because the first time I worked Black Friday, there were people fighting on the ground, fighting over those $15 TVs. And then yeah. the time changed, Black Friday, it just lost its appeal. Yeah. It lost its luster because all the stores were going out of business or about to go out of business. They couldn't sell the TVs for however much they were selling them. So they were already discounted by the time you got the Black Friday. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, nowadays you can, I mean, you know how they do it. A lot of stores be empty or you walk in the store on Black Friday now, the, the items be stacked up neatly and you get it and you leave. Yeah, you don't have to there get There is no combat. There is no me having a Heisman, your grandma, to get the yeah. microwave for $2. You know, because they have that throughout the year at this point. Like, throughout the year. Like, yeah. when I do see these sales on these holidays, I'm like, that's it was on sale two weeks ago for the same exact yeah. Like, you're not, you didn't do anything special. Exactly. Social media, you just be like, hmm. Mm. And that, it's mm. just more online shopping, too. 
But okay, but I want to hear about what you did for Labor Day though. I want to hear what you did. I heard you were like duck hunting. I saw a little video on your Instagram story. Uh, you said that you were just shooting clouds because you didn't hit anything. Was that on purpose? I did not. So I went hunting with this dynamic group of black hunters and okay. outdoorsmen. I, I've been living in Georgia all this time. Yeah. And I did not know that there was this group, this black owned family that runs this hunting empire in Georgia. Wow. The Moody's. Okay. And their son, Raynar, who went to Tennessee State, shout out to HBCU, okay. started this movement, created his merch, created all of these things, got his family involved. And now they rent out black owned land to white people to hunt. Okay. Now, you know how black folks, we just look at the hunting gear and, and bass pro shops. We don't go in there. Right. But these people, the Moody's and this family, pretty much runs the hunting game wow. in Georgia. So like you said, there was a video where, you know, the father, you know, the head of family is explaining all the rules to all of these white hunters. I, I told him, Elsa, this, this is blowing my mind because I grew up for the longest time. Like Elmer Fudd was white. Like the whole thing around yeah. hunting was black folks, though, we don't go around nothing hunting. I have, you know, I have, it has something to do with us being the target. Yeah. But we don't do that. But see, they are super outdoorsy. They hunt deer, mm -hmm. turkeys, uh, quail, okay. <laughs> doves, ducks. So if you go to their IG, they got all of these fly pictures. And you know, since they like us, since they black. Yeah. You know, they got the, you know, they got the drip, they got the swag, they got the just like the way they wear their little outfits. So wait, how far is this from Atlanta? Two hours. Two hours away. Okay, that's not far. That's not far. I okay. see the thing that I did tell them, jokingly, but I told them I'm serious, is that yeah. there were some people there that you would have had your eye on. Oh see, yeah. and one of the videos that I, I didn't I did not post this video, but there were like six cues. Oh my gosh. At the hoop nanny. Oh I yeah. Like, oh, I was like my homegirl. Oh my God. I'm gonna call it a hoop nanny. So the movies invited me to their house, which is like a big mansion. Okay. In Byron, Georgia. I was like, I'm moving here. Because you know they mansion probably costs the same as my rent. Because it's right. in Byron, Georgia. The gas there is three fourteen a gallon. Wow! It's by yeah. Warner Robins. Okay. But then, oh, okay. DJ, the dude, this this large, we call him LaPaul Bunyan. LaPaul. Okay. LaPaul <laughs> Bunyan went to DJ Booth, and then they started playing George Clinton, and then all of these woodsmen. Yay! All of these, all of these outdoors, all of these John Henrys. With their little britches and their cowboy boots and they they gold belt buckle started to get on all the hopping and all of that and i was like i was like oh my god radar did you get anybody's name for me no but i i can point them out they started following me but uh -oh. you, i said we're gonna get the women to come out here they ain't gonna hunt i mean they're gonna be hunting in a different way absolutely it's only two hours from atlanta black on they got their own merch and you know i had his mama on ig they got like biker shorts for the ladies I'm telling you i told him oh. wait so how did you get this opportunity because when oh, so basically you know i'm trying to be like the black anthony bourdain you know i try or do anything okay. like remember we went kayaking in the forest with carrie hilson yeah we, we done been a slingshot riding through the canyons in malibu yeah so so my reputation as a the black Anthony Bourdain is growing. I still do it. That's that's like you go now. Will I will I go bungee jumping? I don't know. I don't see too many. Yeah, no extreme. Trevor from Fresh Prince. Yeah, I don't yeah. see too many. Yeah, <laughs> but somebody reached out and they were like, "I got this really cool group of people," and he sent me the link and he just. Said it's like a black-owned hunting family in Georgia. And I think that you'll really like it. 
I think that you'll come and it's Labor Day weekend. You spend your Labor Day weekend with this family, you know, shoot some guns, get your license, go hunting. So I did all of that. So how many people came? Well, they only chose two, two special members of black media to come. Wow. You yes, were I'm a league now. Okay. So I went hunting with them. We were hunting dove because it was the first day of dove season. Okay. So the family charges like the prices, maybe like, you know, six hundred dollars, four to six hundred dollars a person. Okay. I had posted a picture like the the line to hunt with this family was down the trail, like down Georgia. It was so imagine all of them people, six hundred dollars. So that gives you VIP. Wow. The VIP is you get to hunt on their hunting grounds, like sunflowers and all of that. Okay. Doves love to eat sunflowers and corn and all of that. So it's just hunting season. You know. Yeah. So that, I thought I told him, I said, Renard, you got. Because, you know, you ever been proud of somebody you, you don't know? You just mouth like, I'm proud of y'all. Because yeah. y'all is like my cousins. Y'all got the merch. I got a site. Everything sold out. Yeah. It's like a family business. You got mama here. You got daddy here. He's handling logistics. Your mama's handling just loving on everybody. Your wife is shipping out orders. This is sounding like a reality show wedding to happen. And I told him, it sounds like, like you need a documentary. You need a reality show. Look, don't tell because I might have to actually pitch it. But I, but I did say the ladies, once they find out yeah. all of these big brolic <laughs> bearded cues outdoorsmen who get like chop lumber yes i love all, it. all of the all the dudes that y'all be asking like i want a man who's gonna die in a war well yes a good country cue that knows mcdonald's is not new to chicken so maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Country Q that drinks whiskey that went to like UGA and played football for Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. They, they, five. They, they did their thing. Okay. No, we talked to them. And I told them, like, I know some people. Bring your, bring your people. I know the perfect group of people who drive their little Tesla out here. You bring or, your friends, and I bring my friends. Yeah, I told them. <laughs> Come on. There were no, no, there were no capitals or outfits. I'm just telling you. See, the Qs is the only ones that's really going to be about that. Of course. And that's Hunting exactly. outdoor life. Yes. I will be out there. You know, I'm, you know I, how I feel about the animals. However... Um, I I like to shoot though. You do know I like to there shoot. There were some people who I I did give a warning and advisory and putting on close friends, but people were still like, "Oh, I didn't close my eyes." Yeah. But yes, if you want to go hunting, yeah, there was. I don't think any of the women were actually out there hunting. Yeah. Now that I think about it, I think the women are mostly there, like as booze. Yeah. Or, or like, you know, to comfort you if you have not hit anything. Okay. I have seen like, it's okay, baby. You get it next time. I know. But you know what the crazy thing is? I would try it, but I think I would like it if I actually started getting something. And that's what I don't want to do. I don't want to like it. Yeah, like, and I, I think you'll like it. And plus, I, we're shooting shotguns. So, you know, the kickback was just like. Yeah, it's, you got to. It was a little, it had a little kick to it. but A little kick? Shotguns have no, a little I'm saying this, but see, these shotguns we were using were not like horror movie shotguns yeah you know they were like easily reloadable we were yeah. hunting birds now if we were hunting like turkeys or uh deer yeah i think some of them use like a 20 gauge 
the you that's, need those are the ones I thought that that spread that spit out. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's why they use it for the birds because you shoot it and then you can hit it with like a pellet. Oh man! Oh man! Yeah, so I, I, you, I told me, them we're gonna spread the word about y'all. Yes, you know we're gonna make sure that people know that hunting is not just a, a redneck. It's not. redneck <laughs> hillbilly. It's not. So it's, not, it's it's something that we once again we're taking over another thing. Yeah, you know what? What black folks get a hold of something, you already know. I mean, this is how we used to live, natives and Africans yeah. and, and Europeans. This is how we live. We had to hunt. We had to kill our own animals. So, yeah. my, so when my parents moved to West Virginia for a little bit, um, they actually are out of school for like a week uh, during, like I think, the beginning of hunting season. The kids are actually out of school for the beginning of hunting season. So these kids are like learning how to shoot at like five and six years old as soon as they can pull the gun steady. So they've been doing this forever. So, you know, in certain areas, that's just life. It's just a way of life. And it's so normal. And it's just very normal. That's what anytime you see these kids, like they're used to shooting guns. They are like if you're in most rural parts of the country, they're used to shooting guns. So, um, you know, you just got to learn about your gun safety, you know. Gun safety. You know, just making sure your gun is always on safety until you're ready to shoot. All of that. You know, yeah. The basics. Also, uh, did you do you know how like expensive it is for taxidermy? Like to get the, the animal stuff? It is expensive. So, so once you actually shoot something, if you actually want to get it stuffed you <laughs> in your house, it might cost you like a thousand dollars, depending on what size and like so I have a friend Wham that Alex knows and his family hunts, he's a hunter. And so in his house, he has, I mean, it's all, of, I want to say they're bulls all over the place. He has a full turkey. When I tell you, I am like, I was scared in that room. And I was like, yeah, I can't sleep here. And because it's, it's there everywhere. And I used to be afraid of them growing up. I used to be afraid, like deer heads and stuff like that on the walls. I used to be afraid of it because I would think like, oh, they're looking at me. And they're like, it's a little scary to me. But um he had like a full turkey, but when I say a full turkey with his like wingspan, the wingspan was so crazy. I'm like, where are these wild turkeys at? But it, everything in his house, it was actually pretty, it was pretty cool. But when he explained how expensive they are, so that's why some, you might just have like the head, then some a little more because that's how expensive it is. Also, that's why you can't like, you don't want to shoot them in certain places because you don't, I mean, I had yeah, no you idea. You want to keep it intact. Yeah, you want to keep it intact, and you want it to look good. But I just had no idea that once you once you shoot it, then you have to, you know, okay, what are you going to get stuffed, and how much is that going to be? But that's it's like thousands of dollars. But you, when you catch like a deer, for example, you might, that's food, that's meat for a whole season. Yeah, they eat it. Yeah, a whole season's worth of meat. Because he was saying like, oh, we have once like deer meat or something in the freezer, like in the deep freezer. Because if you kill one big deer. You literally should have enough food for like a half a year. Yeah. If you want to eat a little bit. Because I was like, man, it must be easy to shoot a turkey. And they were like, man, they said turkeys is one of the hardest things to shoot because they were saying the turkeys are fast. And I was like, I never, every time I see a turkey, they be just running like, (laughs) I said, I don't think they did that fast. Turkeys is fast. And the animals have these hypersenses. Okay. Right. Remember the, that movie with Rob Schneider, the animal, when he got all the animals, and you were like, "Animals is not." No, they said animals do have, like, they can sense that you are hunting them. They have yeah. like a spidey sense. Yeah. So the yeah. turkeys is. They said all of the animals. That's why they celebrate the way that they do, because mm-hmm. all of the animals have like this survival instinct. Yeah. So the, the turkeys is fast. They it's hard to hit. Them. I was like, this whole thing, where have I been, man? And why don't these animals don't realize that, like, hey, I'm living on these people's land, and one day they're going to shoot me. Somebody's going to shoot me. Yeah, now the birds do, but the birds are so greedy. See, like, they put the food out there. Uh Like, imagine humans, you put free, you put free lamb chops out in Atlanta. (laughs) You put free hookah out. Uh You put free steak you put free lobster rolls. You say, come to this, come here to eat all of this free food. Yeah. That's basically what they do. They put all the corn across the field like delicious corn. So think oh, about your favorite thing. I love corn. I love corn. Just corn imagine like a whole field of 
just lobster. Yeah. Warm lobster, perfectly buttered in a yeah. field. You gonna go to that field for free? Yeah. So the birds can't help themselves. They're like, oh my God. But then I'm a risk. It's all all you can eat corn. They said they're gonna risk birds coming. So what what do they do with the birds? They just kill them and then it's not like they're eating them. No, they, they do eat them. Oh, they do? It just doesn't seem like a lot of meat. Well, they, you know, uh, Pops, Moody. Yeah. He, okay, so, you know, I was shooting, and like I, like you said, like I said, I was hitting clouds and, you know, whatever else. Not hitting any birds. I was like yeah. 0 for 10. Yeah. Was, you know, and he was nice enough to give me, you know, these rounds. Because, you know, rounds, for people who don't hunt, rounds are super expensive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people know bullets is expensive. Yeah. So you're just giving me all of this good rounds, and I'm just like, plow, 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 missing everything. <laughs> so then he was just basically like, he's like, okay, I'm going to show you. All right, stand there. Okay, I'm ready. And then he takes the gun, and then as soon as the bird flies up, the first shot, the first shot, plow, hits the bird. Wow. Bird falls down. I was just like, you know what? I'm ready to go. <laughs> You're like, I quit. This man is like a legend. Yeah. First shot is just like the way he did it. It's just iconic. so cute. It was like just iconic. I might have to come next time. I'm telling you, now, if you come, yes. I'm telling you now. I already yes. know. I just see I had a vision for all of the women in the lab. I just I told, I told them, I'm like. If y'all get this out, that they can drive two hours on the same highway, just like you're going to Warner Robins, you, right. you can stop in Bucky's. Yep. You know, you can you get these women from Atlanta to come here, not even from Atlanta, from, from Tennessee, from yep. Texas. You get all of these women to uh-huh. come here and find them a nice country boy. Look, Florida, yes. from Tennessee, them Arkansas yep. boys. You know, some of these people is like former football players. Um, Stephen Ridley was there, who the one that Kevin Hart raced and lost and tore up his legs was there. Just recently, right? Yeah, you know, like you watch football, you're like, man, that's a big man. Yeah. That's how it sounded like my mama. That's a big man. Like, you know, like he's a linebacker. He's like 6'4". He went to like Fort Valley State. That's the Hunters. Yes. If you want to meet the the six four Q Fort Valley State Valdosta State Albany State, yep, that sounds about right. One of them played for the Patriots. You probably some of the women who scout the men. I might know him. Who is like not world champion football players? But okay. see, that's the thing is only football. I yeah. don't really see any basketball. Like it's only the men's men that be. Yeah. Out. I feel like hunting is such a masculine thing. Am I allowed to say that these days? Saying yeah, that's masculine. Yeah, you're looking for. I see a lot of women are going back to that. Yeah, I, I like I like men that do what I consider manly things, and I know I do understand a lot of people are like, oh, you know, skills don't have a gender. When I think of hunting, I do think of a lot of big men yeah. getting the killing a bull for their family, for the whole for the whole community. That's what I think of. That's and I, I think I'm always going to think like that unless I see Andy Oakley out here, you know, riding around. Like, you know, I like to, I do like to shoot. I take lessons and I go to the range and stuff. But no, it sounds like fun. And I'm down. I'm down. Like, let me know about the next trip. You know, go ahead and show me this video. Send me the video so I can pick which ones I'm interested in so you can slide in their DMs and tell them. I mean, and- I posted one today of the Q's rapping, um, Mr. Big. Mr. Big, Mr. Big. Yeah. Mr. Big. Um, oh, the, yeah. The was, that, I noticed that there were a lot of women there. Okay. Now, it might be, it might not be your <laughs> your persuasion as far as race. Well, if you want, a, if you want a country woman, let's just say there was a lot of white women. Oh yeah, because I mean, they see they have discovered this thing. See, the, women, the black women aren't on this yet. Yeah, but once the black women catch up, once you tell your homegirls, then I feel like it's gonna even out. But when we went, when we had the hoop nanny, all there was like a lot of black baddies there. 
You said black baddies. Yes. Well, the fellas, there was a lot of black baddies there. You know, they just dress like they live in the country. Yeah, if they got a nice country woman who wears cowboy boots. And come on out here. Look, I'm gonna be out to the next party, okay? Because uh, I was partying in Houston, but your party sounds a little different. Which I mean, still- if you want something different, like now, Houston women is is very close. If Man. you're looking for a black baddie who wears cowboy boots, Houston is close. Houston is definitely a close. They they are southern out there, like the guys in the cowboy. I saw a couple of guys in the cowboy hat. Ooh, speaking of Houston, I ran into <laughs> I ran into the Falcon and Captain America. Again? Again, I run into him all the time. What? <laughs> uh, I can't think of Anthony Mackie. So, <laughs> but when, uh, yeah, is he not the Falcon? He was, used to be right. Well, you know, they're trying to make him Captain America, but you already know that there's only one Captain America. Shout out to Anthony Mackie. Chris <laughs> Evans, you know. Yes. Well, and Chris Evans, is he's fine. So, you know, I like him. You ran into Anthony Mackie in Texas? I ran into him in Texas, but I was at the, it made me think of it because I was at this club and there were no black people there, but there was this one black guy with a cowboy hat on who looked like a cowboy. And so it made me think of it. I was like, yeah, that sounds like Houston as well, because you had those, but then you also just had the regular Atlanta type of folks there. But uh, I went to this, it was literally no black people, but the one cowboy and then Captain America. That was it. It was those two people, but uh, I was on a mission, okay? I was on a mission to find a man over the weekend because I always say I can't find a man in Atlanta. I don't get chosen in Atlanta. So when I go to other cities, though, I get chose. So everywhere I went, I would ask any cute black girl, where do you go for guys with careers? Where do you go? And so this one particular place ended up being a spot. Actually, I did meet a guy. I met a Moroccan dude. He was a like, French Moroccan. Then Moroccan dude and Anthony Mackie, they wouldn't let us get close to Anthony Mackie. The bodyguard was like, what are you doing? And I was like, that was so funny. It was it was hilarious. But it was a cute little spot. But we hit up a ton of hot spots in, uh, in Houston. So we hit up uh, their day party, which is really, really popular. It's called Chapman and Kirby. It is a restaurant that basically is a day party. So outside, they add all the tents and sections. This is one thing that I think that Atlanta is missing. Going to Houston, there's so many different types of parties. Atlanta is missing, and I feel like other cities are the same way, different from Atlanta. And we don't have restaurants that turn into like day parties clubs. We don't have that anymore. We used to back in the day. Like Frank Skis used to have that, but like an actual restaurant. So like Whiskey Mistress to me doesn't count because I don't even think they sell food on a regular basis. But an actual restaurant, like they food there. Like, you know, like a cook in the back, you know, like outside maybe. And I don't even think, yeah, they do. They do actually, because last time I went, I got some lobster. But just a restaurant. So this is a restaurant that's kind of like a really nice big bar. And it it turns it turns up. So they have a DJ inside. And then in the back, in the back of the venue, they have a bunch of like sections and tents in the backyard. And I'm like, we don't just have that. And like where you actually just make reservations. We used to have that. Remember, we used to have get brunch. Yeah, we used to have BQE. BQE, yeah. We we used to have this party called Get Brunch. It was popping. It was on Saturdays, I think, not Sundays, but I think it was Saturdays because I think we used to go to Get Brunch on Saturday. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then on Sundays it was Tiki Tango. So that's that's for the uh, for Atlanta folks to get that. Um, we used to have that. But after that, we haven't had that anymore. And I feel like every city, all the other cities have it. You go to DC, it is a restaurant. That turned into a day party, but like an actual restaurant where you can make reservations, you can eat a full meal, and then you just go on about, you know, you could hang out, party at the bar, go outside. And that's one thing that we're I feel like we're missing, but I feel like Houston has it on lock. And I feel like that's why everybody's swarming to Houston because I ran into several Atlanta folks in Houston. I ran into several people. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. I I had a great time though. I did not meet anybody actually uh i mean yes i met people but it was guys that i wasn't interested in so nothing nothing stuck i didn't even like give out my number one time or take anybody's number yeah i'm pretty lame oh my gosh i'm gonna be single forever you're not, you're not oh also shout out to boulevard bistro you know in harlem you know the <laughs> homies or the homie djs there and the homies go there all the time oh yes yes yes, yes. dj alligator man yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yes, a brunch spot, like a brunch spot that turns into a party. I, yeah, because I had I didn't get a chance to go, but hopefully I can go soon. 
that's what I'm talking about. Like, we need this. And, like, Atlanta is lacking on it. And I feel like this is why everybody's going to Houston. So many parties, so many dope Black-owned restaurants. There's this restaurant called The Work that's really nice. I went there this time, and I went the last time I went to uh, Houston a month ago. Oh, also went to James Harden's restaurant, 13. When I tell you their food was so good, we didn't even eat dinner. All we did was order all the appetizers. We literally said, order the whole left side of oh, the Oh, the baddie thing. Oh. The whole left side of the menu, please. And oh. the appetizers were so good. James Harden's restaurant was on point. And um and, and the work was on point. Like both of those restaurants were on point. And Chapman. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Kirby. So I will say that food, they have the, the seafood scene on lock now compared to Atlanta. But obviously, we know because Atlanta, we don't remember. And they got the better papa doughs there in Houston if you don't want to go to other places. Every time I saw papa doughs in, in Houston, I rolled my eyes. I'm like, uh, <laughs> rolled my eyes. here, just be like, <laughs> I'm charging $20 for mashed potatoes. No, but you know what? I think that. People like to go there. So I only go to Papa Do's when people are in town because people like to go there. People that don't, if they don't go to Texas, if they've never been to Texas or don't travel to Texas, when they come to Atlanta, that's the for honestly, between between Papa Do's and um Divis? No, uh Candy's restaurant. What is it? What's it called? Oh, old lady gang? Or Blaze. Old lady, old lady gang. Oh, Blaze is horrible. Old lady gang and um <laughs> Old Lady Gang and uh, Papa Do's. Those are the two places that when people come in town, that's the first two places anybody asks me to go. Like, let's go to Papa Do's. Let's go. I have heard Old Lady Gang a lot. And I'm just like. People are obsessed. (laughs) You know what? Candy did such a great job. People are obsessed with Old Lady Gang. And I'm like, uh, they love it. It's regular to me. I mean, there's one near my house. So uh, I can go for like drinks and stuff. But yeah, no, not the way the other, the main location where the way they have a line outside. I, look, I'm just yeah. saying. She's I mean, blue. if you want people to know that you're a tourist, go to Old Lady. Which you probably don't want people to know, then you're gonna go to Old Lady Gang. You're gonna go to Varsity. You're gonna go to Negril Village. You're gonna go to um, Jr. Crickets because yeah. you saw the wings on Atlanta. American Deli too. You're gonna go to American Deli and maybe it's like there's so many places to go now in Atlanta. Every month they open like 50 new restaurants. We do have a lot of new. I feel like Houston has more. Houston has more black restaurants, I think. But Atlanta's popping. We, uh, me and Alex just went to Aretha's at the Point, which is a oh, new in um in Cascade Heights, which Cascade is a. Uh, I mean, everybody's probably heard of Cascade area, even if you don't live in Atlanta. It's, Basically, the um, I call it. I guess I call it like old money type of vibe. Like we're all we're all the black people with money lived back in the day. Um, like you, you could find some nice older ho- homes there in that area. Really nice older homes, but it's also on like the border of a little hood ish. Uh, it's it's borderline to the hood. So you have the nice area with the nice big homes. Like actually, where most of our mayors live, it's in that area. Um, and yeah. they have big houses they live in a neighborhood um off the of cascade but um this area is really going to come up um a lot of nice black owned restaurants over there so i'm appreciating all the new black owned restaurants but i do feel like houston has it on lock with the black owned restaurants and, and the high-end black owned restaurants that's the other thing you know we could get you know the black owned you go in you order your barbecue and you leave but an actual nice restaurant where you're sitting down and you can order your nice fancy cocktails with flowers in it and you can get your fancy oh. That's what I'm talking about. Like a nice, like, hey, I'm on a date or I'm on a birthday. That's what I'm talking about. I feel like we don't have a ton of those, but I see them popping up now because you're, you're um, Angela, a publicist here, Angela Watts, she just she just started working with a new restaurant in Tucker, Georgia, and it looks really nice and sexy. So I'm seeing more sexy, 
fine dining, black-owned spots popping up in Atlanta. So I am happy about that now. Yeah, but they, now they, they won't be close to Atlanta. They will right. be on the outskirts. Outside the perimeter. But yeah. you know what? That's how Houston is, too. Everything's so spread out. So, I mean, I, I think we're, we're, we're stepping up. We're stepping up. So we have some new restaurants. So, But I will say it is nice to get out to go to Houston just to see some new eye candy. Um, I did not get chose. Next time, Houston, treat me better, please. Um, I want to get chose. Thank you. Well, I think, you know, the internet, and we talked about this, I think the internet ruined a lot of women's chances because there were a large amount of women who were speaking on behalf of all women, saying that they didn't want men to approach them, saying that they they didn't want to be street harassed. And then... Over time, those women got chose, got married, or whatever. And all other women was like, come on now, sis. Yeah. Dude, speak for yourself. Okay? If a man is interested, let that man speak to me. Speak for yourself. I want to be approached by somebody who I would potentially be interested in. I do believe that as well, that men don't do that anymore because they want to be so protected. Like, I even noticed with one of my boos, I feel like even just like I hate to say it like this, but like even just waiting on me to initiate it just like when I'm around him, he waits for me to initiate affection, I guess I'll call it. And it's like it's weird to me, but so many guys have said, like, I don't want to feel like I'm like, oh my god, this is weird to me. Like this is weird to me, but I do get it. It's because of the Me Too movement and um you know, a lot of women complaining about men just coming up to them because a lot of women are like, hey, I don't want anybody, like, don't talk to me. If I'm out with my girls, don't talk to me. So, yeah, you know. I mean, it's getting out of hand as far as just one side saying one thing and the other side disagreeing. Yeah. And then we talked about what happened this past weekend with the young lady who was hit in the face with the brick. Yeah. For turning down somebody yeah for not giving a and, girl and a lot of women were like well this is why i always give men my number and yeah. a lot of women were like this is why i don't want to talk to men in public so we're still kind of split on social media about that like yeah because a lot of women came forward and said that you know dudes get violent because you know their pride is hurt even though as a shooter you should just be respectful about it and keep it moving well, this is why, especially if some guy tries to talk to me in front of other people, I'm like, oh, I have a boyfriend. I'm so sorry. Like, you do that so that way their friends aren't going to be like, oh, she played you. You know, you have to be really nice about it. And I have a friend, actually, that when I used to travel with her, she is so, I'm not going to say the city that she's from, but, well, she's from Philly. Okay. <laughs> so my girl is from Philly. Philly girls have a mouth on them. Okay. And I remember there'd be certain times I'd be like, ma'am, I can't fight this man when he tried when he's he's going to try to fight us. I need you to comment down because I can't fight this man. And it's like, you know, sir, I think also people from up north, people from New York, Jersey, and Philly are so used to street harassment and they're so used to bucking back. But the thing is, like these guys will hurt you. So yeah, that's like the banter of like the New Yorker, I feel like. Like New York women, they can talk a lot of trash. And I think they're so used to talking a lot of trash. Because they've been doing it forever, but now it's different. I mean, they've been doing this since the 80s, though. They've been, they've been, you know, men have been hitting women, shooting women over it. But New York women just have that that attitude and that sass. And they're just used to the banter, right? But, like, for me, I'm going to be so nice. I'm always so nice. Like, oh, thank you so much. Um, you know, I have a boyfriend, but I really appreciate it. Like, that really made my day. You know, if you do something like that, no dude is going to be upset. But... I'm saying all that to say that does not mean that every woman has to do all that I'm doing. I'm doing that to protect myself because some I've seen a lot of people be crazy, like are crazy, but I do the most. I would say like, oh my gosh, you really made my day. I really appreciate that. Like that really made me blush. You have a good day, sir. Like you know, you know, I mean, some women are very good at just turning a situation that's awkward into like an uplifting situation. Yeah, like Maybe it's just not the right time. Or you still fly anyway, you know. Maybe if I was in my right mind, it wasn't in a situation with two different men, I would talk right. to you. Like yeah. you can get some, and plus we grew up in a generation where 
we never took rejection seriously based on what right. we saw. That was a whole song, like a smash hit. Like she'd What's be like, man? I got a man. What your man gotta do with me? Right. Yeah. I'm not trying to hear that. See? Right. And it was a whole jam. And so our generation is different. Like we used to getting, you know, sitcoms, movies, somebody yeah. that scene from Boys in the Hood. Somebody tried to talk to somebody or the scene. And even Selena. Yeah. You know, black folks love Selena. It's like anybody try to talk to somebody, you get you get clowned or whatever, but then it's all like it's all love. Your yeah. boys is like, ooh, she said no, but come on, we still love you. Yeah. Like, no, it's not like now. I do think some some women can take it a little bit too far. And yeah. A little mean spirited, like almost like, why would I talk to you? Poor <laughs> peasant. Yes. Exactly. People, women have to be very careful. And it's sad that we have to be that careful, but we have to be that careful. We really do. And that's just the way life is. And it's very unfortunate. I mean, there's so many things like we, you know, like dealing with harassment at work. I haven't dealt with harassment at, you know, at our job. But I'm just saying in general, like there's so many things that women are just so used to that they we are just conditioned to just take it and deal with it. Or like be around people that have maybe sexually assaulted us. We have no choice but to like be around. It's really crazy um, what women have to go through, and I don't think y'all understand. I think y'all get it, but y'all don't get it. But yeah, well, there's no way we could potentially possibly understand because we don't. I don't even pretend to understand. I, I know that yeah, it can be like that, and I know for everybody, there's just different ways to do things so you don't get shot in the streets. Oh, you have because to. It's, Men trying to talk to women, whether it's you know unhoused people trying to ask you for money, and yep. we've seen that, and you say like no in a certain way, and they attack you. Yep. Like they attack the woman and like beat her savagely. Yeah. So you just gotta be careful. I'm not yeah. saying the Girl Scouts is gonna pull out the pistol. Right. We talked about the water boys. You just gotta be careful on how you just like, hey, I, I don't got it now, but maybe next time. Not me, brother. Oh That's I don't have any cash, but I pay. Yeah, like to that, then I'm gonna keep walking. But you it's yeah. shame that women have to give out their number every single time, right? Or fake numbers, like. And, and y'all haven't even been giving y'all have been giving our child's real number because a dude stands there, and some of them dial the number right there in your face. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. So, so that's the biggest problem right now is that a lot of a lot of men will say these things and sometimes we get clumped in everybody else but now the, the everybody else is getting so big mm -hmm. we, we don't have any there's just no way for us not to get clumped in yeah no you're right you're right it's, it's not me well it's becoming more and more and more like you because i mean everybody's acting this way it's yes well, look, y'all stay safe out there. It's, you know, holiday weekends have brought a lot of, you know, just, like. Just be kind. Be kind. Stay safe. Watch your surroundings, no matter where you are, whether in your city, another city. Watch your surroundings. Yeah, just be safe out there and just, you know, keep out the scenario. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, once we start getting into holiday time, that's when crime goes up. Crime is already bad. I mean, crime already can it even go up anymore? Because, I mean, crime, yeah. they didn't even wait for their little period of crime to go up. Look, I know. They didn't even wait for the winter time right before Christmas. So, you know, this is just the start of, like, okay, people need, you know, doors for the kids and stuff. So you got to be got to be uh, vigilant, you know? Yeah, you vigilant. know, people always, you know, I have an older car. People always try to play me, like, oh, you don't got to take nothing out of your car. You don't got to remove nothing out of your seats. You ain't got to remove ain't those. Nobody. In Atlanta, I feel like you keep playing, somebody just going to be like, there's probably something in this raggedy piece of Yo. <laughs> Yo, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's wild. But you know what? Every place is not as bad as here because when I was in Houston last month, I remember like I was telling my friend, I said, move your sunglasses from the middle console. Like you can see sunglasses. And my thing is like, look, people don't know if those are Gucci glasses, or if they're uh, Target glasses. Yeah, I'm thinking like people will break it. He's like, "You're not in Atlanta. Calm down." He literally told me that. He was like, "Everything I said, 
calm down. You're not in Atlanta. Like, you have to, he was like, you've been in Atlanta too long that you think everybody. Because I'm like, yo, why is this dude walking over? Like, I'm just so, like, head on swivel because I'm. Be like that, man. You got to be like that. But apparently it's not that bad in other cities because it was something else that happened this time in Houston and people were still like, relax, you're not in Atlanta. And I'm like, no, but this is like normal. Uh, yeah, I don't even remember, but. Yes, be safe out there, y'all. We're gonna be we're gonna be back next week with some more conversations about next week with some more heat. With some more hot heat. Uh more hot fire. Hot fire. Um yeah, so make sure you follow us. I am at Lexi with the curls. And I am at Alejandro underscore Iglesias. And I'm a master hunter now. The master hunter and the girl that Never gets chose. That's our new, our new name for the week. That's our new name for the week. Who gets chose? Oh my gosh! Make sure y'all like and subscribe. So I have the perfect wood shopping bingeman for you. Look, you go send them to me right now, and then next week we're going to get the update on if the man was interested. And that's going to be the update. One of the updates next week. Put me on. Uh-oh. All right, we'll be back next week. Bye. Uh, bye.